Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. I've been trying to, uh, the last couple of days, really figure out where does prophecy fall in line? Uh, where does prophecy uh, fall in line as it relates to uh, the prophetic timetable in which we are living in um, and understanding uh, that which is to come? I've been searching the epistles of Paul um, the epistles of Peter, John, James, and even the even the teachings of Jesus Christ. And I've been trying to find um, verses that outline what we've been prof- prophetically hearing for the last maybe 10 years, that the greatest revival that the world has ever seen will happen before the rapture of the church. I'm all for idealism. Obviously, I live here. I live in this country, this nation, and I desire that. But as I as I go through and I comb through the scriptures, I don't see it. As a matter of fact, Bible actually says the opposite. It says that the greatest falling away will happen before the coming of the Lord, um, and a great persecution is coming an immense persecution. So I'm not sure if the persecution is the revival, but um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, um, before the great day of the Lord, before the day of the Lord, there will be a great falling away. Many shall, um, many shall be given over to a strong delusion that they would believe a lie. That's what 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says, right? Um, And uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 says, In the last days, 
many will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. So, and it actually lets us know in the last days, we're living in those last days, unless this is not the last days. Now, if this is not the last days, then the prophets need to stop saying that it is. Maybe we're close to the last days. But if we are currently in the last days, then there, it, there will be no great revival coming, just a great falling away from the faith. That word falling is the word apostasy. There'll be in a great, there will be a great apostasy. All right. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, Jesus said, In those days, brother will betray brother, father will betray daughter. And then the next verse says this. In that day, many will kill you in my name, supposing that they're offering God service, which means these, this is Christians. This will be a Christian work, killing Christian. It actually tells you, defines who's going to be doing the killing and offering me service. It actually says, it says, um, there'll come a time when many will kill you. Jesus even uses the word kill you. He said, they'll kill you in my name. Supposing that they're offering God service, you know, um, you would have had to been under a strong delusion to, to assume that Jesus is ordaining you to kill people in his name for the sake of. So Jesus is killing Jesus. Jesus saying that there'll be such a strong delusion that many will authentically. It doesn't say that they would. That there'll be, um, uh, um, it doesn't say that there will be, you know, um, the Christian, uh, unbelieving people killing the Christians. It says, in my name. In my name is in reference to believers. And then the next verse after that says, brother will betray brother. Mother will betray daughter. Um. So um, it doesn't it doesn't prophetically it doesn't prophetically make sense that the greatest revival the world has ever seen, where are we getting that from? Like where are we getting that from? It's not outlined in scripture. It's not outlined in the it's not outlined in canon. So then what we need to do is to distinguish that, okay, that such a prophetic utterance is not found in canon. It's, uh, it's being uttered out of the mouth of his prophets, but not, not out of canon, out of, not out of scripture, you know. Um, and all throughout, uh, all throughout, um, uh, even Joel chapter 2 is in reference to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because Peter identified the baptism of the Holy Spirit by citing Joel chapter 2. He said, this is, we are not drunk, but this is that that the prophet Joel prophesied, that in the last days I will pour out my spirit. So he, he actually lets us know. So um, Joel's prophecy is in reference to his fulfillment in the day of Pentecost. You know, so um, 
How about Austin 316? Don't know much about the Rattlesnake, but I know I had a good time watching him on WWE. All right. And um, so here we are 2,000 years later. And now we're being bombarded with prophetic utterances concerning a last day revival. But let me let me share something with you. I've been saved since 1992. I got saved while serving a nine-year prison sentence. Jesus came in my cell and I got born again. Like nobody preached to me. Um, Jesus walked in my cell and said, follow me. In a pr- I wasn't looking for God. As a matter of fact, I hated God. I thought God was boring. I used to smoke Bible paper when I was in jail. I used to rip the pages out the Bible and smoke weed in prison. Jesus saved me, right? And since 1992, um, until now, every great crisis, especially significant crises, um, that has hit this country from 9-11 to, I remember when, Hurricane Katrina um, and a couple of other hurricanes that like there were maybe about 10 years ago, there were about three of them that devastated uh, the country at the same time, like three weeks after each other. And, and there was a lot of talk about judgment and, and, and rightly so, you know, and, and here's what I learned. Um, when I, um, when, when these young white boys shooting up schools, because there's only white boys shooting up schools, you know, um, S- Sandy Hook, uh, Columbine, you know, y'all, y'all white boys, y'all, y'all need some counseling, man. Like, I don't know what's wrong with y'all. We don't be shooting schools. <laughs> y'all be walking in schools, getting offended and shooting up your whole classroom, you know. Um, and even with all of those crises where um, took the country by storm, there were prophetic voices saying that this was the last day and that a great revival would come, especially 9-11. Now, I was there when 9-11 happened. I was 30 blocks away. I worked in downtown Manhattan. When it happened, I was there. Um, and I remember when it happened because I walked in the building and everybody was like, something just happened. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And by the time I got upstairs, bang, the second building fell. So we had to run downstairs, the subways, everything was closed. We had to, I had to walk home, literally miles and miles up, all the way up Manhattan. It was wild. You know, dust was everywhere. I wasn't at the site, but that dust blew all the way 30 blocks away. So, and I remember when they were saying, um, this is the judgment of God on America, which, which rightly so, you know. Then the same prophetic voices said, God is going to use this to fill the churches up. Let me tell you something. That did not happen. 19 years later, after, 2000, after 9-11, 19 years later, this month we will be celebrating 19 years, 19 years ago. Um, uh, no revival hit. 19 years later, the churches weren't packed out, you know. Um, so now here we are again, COVID-19, all right? 
same voices saying the same thing. Um, and we don't see it. I'm starting to question whether is, are these prophecies the word of the Lord or prophetic American? Are they prophecies from the Lord or prophetic American dream prophecy? There's, a, there's an American dream. And then there's the prophetic American dream, which means both of them desire the same thing, which means the empowerment of patriotism, you know, like, and um, I'm starting to, I'm starting to question, okay, where are they getting, is this the word of the Lord or is this the prophetic American dream? See, see, I'm not gullible guys. I question everything. I question, I question, you know, um, I'm not one of those like touch not, touch not my prophets. Oh, I'll, I'll touch a prophet real quick because I'm a prophet and a prophet, an anointed can touch another anointed. Touch not my anointed. So God will raise up an anointed to touch another anointed. Um, so maybe some of y'all be scared, uh, to really ask the question because, you know, I, I get it. Touch not my mind. All right. You know, whatever, you know. Um, but for the rest of us, I live here. So I'm a question that I live here. I live here. I want to know. And say, I want to know. I want to know. Um, and second, when are these prophetic utterances will be in favor of those of us that are minorities. Can't we get a crumb, you know what I'm saying? Can't we get a crumb of these prophetic utterances? You mean in all these prophetic utterances, God ain't got nothing to say about us Latino and black folk? Like nothing? Nothing? Just revival and, you know, and, and even those revival... No brown and black involved in that? Like nothing? Not even some yellow or red man in there? Just white? You know, like nothing in there? Listen, we don't want the whole cake. We just want a crumb. All right, we a dog. But even dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Did you catch it? From the master's table. From the master's table. Did you catch the wordplay? From the master's table. From the master's table. From the master's table. Um, I'm beginning to wonder, um, have we strayed away? Have we... Uh, have he stray? Have we strayed away from sola scriptura, where the Bible is the sole authority uh, for all faith, for all faith and conduct? What are the scriptures that validate? that the greatest revival that the world has ever what are the scriptures that substantiate that so that way we can know where we are at in the prophetic timetable and we can identify our location in 
in the end time. That's all we want. Where are the scriptures so that we can say, okay, look at this, look at this. Okay, I see that. Here is where we are. And if we're able to identify where we are, then we are able to act according to how scripture outlined that we should that we should act. Um, so um, that's my question. The persecution is coming. Uh, the person. Scripture talks about that the great persecution is coming. And, um, and we need to be prepared. As a matter of fact, Jesus even said he gave specific instructions in Matthew 24 of what to do. He even said, flee to the mountains and do this and do that and make sure it's not on this day and make sure it's not on that. They are specific prophetic instructions. Um that God has given to us to be able uh, to not be caught unawares. My good friend, Apostle John uh, McKinley, uh, shared a dream that the Lord gave him, and I shared it on my Facebook page. You should go check it out about, about the coming persecution. Uh, um, and... Um, and give your thoughts and share it as well. You can go to my Facebook page or go to his page, Apostle John McKinley. You know, um, and um, you should see what the Lord showed him in a dream. And I was moved. I was moved and I shared it. And I don't really share. As a matter of fact, I never share people's stuff. But that one moved me. Um, and um, we need to be prepared like the five wise virgins. So let me tell you what's actually coming. According to scripture, Matthew 25, what's coming is a voice. That's what's coming. The voice of the bridegroom who will, who will call the five wise virgins. It says, and at midnight there was a cry, the voice of the bridegroom. That's what's coming. That's what's coming. A voice. A voice is coming. And the voice said, prepare ye, meet the Lord. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Meet him. Come and meet me. And we have to go meet him. Watch this. Jesus is not coming to get us. We have The, the text says the virgins had to go meet him, which means they had to go, which is why they had the oil. So there's a voice coming. A voice is coming. The voice of the bridegroom. To whom? To the wise, to the virgins that have oil. That's what's coming. Did you catch it? And watch this. Why is the importance, watch this, of the oil? Because the world would be in a dark place. He comes at midnight. Midnight is a metaphor that he's going to come when it's the darkest. Not in the middle of revival. The voice of the bridegroom comes at midnight when it's the darkest. When it's the darkest. Midnight. The darkest and midnight is also the beginning of a new day. Catch that revelation. It said a voice cried at midnight. So we already know when he's coming. He's coming at midnight. He's not coming in the day. He's coming in the night. And that's a metaphor of when it's the darkest. For revival means the day. He's coming when there is no, when there's nothing at midnight. The darkest time is when he will come. He will not come 
when it's the brightest. It, is, it doesn't say, and at noonday, there was a voice crying out. No, it says at midnight. And it says, those, did you catch that revelation? I'm tossing out bombs right here. Did you catch that revelation? Jesus is not coming in noonday. He doesn't say, at the, and then at the noon, it is, he doesn't even come at the crack of dawn. It says, at midnight, there was a voice of the bridegroom that said, come meet me. And those who had oil got up, trimmed their lamps, and they went to go meet him. They went, we went to go meet him. Midnight is the darkest, the darkest time. He didn't come in the middle of revival. He didn't come in the middle of the, of the noonday while, while we work. He came at midnight, all right? He came, he came at midnight, the darkest moment, the voice of the bridegroom and those who had oil. Now watch this. The reason why they couldn't give out oil is because during that time frame, the, the doctrine of the laying on of hands and impartation will be over. You're not ready for that revelation. The doctrine of the laying on of hands and imparting unto others will be over in that season because the Bible says those that had oil told them, I can't give you no more oil. I can't impart no more oil. I only have enough for me. So that means in that season, the impartations that we be getting in these services, it will be none of that. There'll be none of that. Which means whatever oil I got will be just for me. And I can't get in. The Bible says that the virgin said we can't, we don't have enough oil to give to you and to us. You see what I'm saying? So that means during that season, apostolic fivefold revelation that 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 worldview will end and at that moment it will be back to regular christianity where salvation is individual so prepare yourself prepare yourself if if you're if the virgin tells the other virgin i can't give you my oil then that means in that season, there'll be no more prayer for you. I could pray that you find some oil, but I ain't giving you of my oil. That's what that verse says, that the virgin said to the ones that they had no oil, I'm not giving you my oil. You can't do it. So that means in that season, every Christian is on their own. You're on your own in that season to find your oil. And guess what? Now, what's interesting about that story is that they find oil. Oh, man, don't play with me. Man. I can get into this revelation of the end times. It says that the foolish virgins found oil. And they finally made it to the marriage supper. When they got there, it was too late. The door was closed. Catch that revelation. See? I could go in. I could go in. I'm giving you prophetic timetables. The only reason why I don't teach the end times is because then people are going to get into pre-trib, post-trib, preterism. And a lot of my apostle friends, they're in between all of those. And no teaching should divide people, you know. So I just don't I just don't go in on revelation on the end time, but eschatology. But I know what scripture is saying. Scripture is saying that there isn't a great revival that's coming, there's a great falling away, you know. So I want you to keep that for food for thought. I'm out of here, guys. I want you to really read Matthew 25 from a prophetic lens. Read the story of the virgins, the ten virgins. Read it, connect the dots, and you'll know exactly. I know where we're at. I know, I know where we're at prophetically. All right, go read it.
God bless. Stay blessed. Love you. Favor be upon all of you in Jesus' name. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.